good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to Ongakuryu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of July 5th, 2019. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Luna. Hey, everyone. I'm back. And Gray. What's happening, dudes? Yay! Hooray! Woo! The team's back together. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. We alive? We are back. <laughs> We're live. Alive. We're kicking. Okay, for now. So, what have we been listening to? Let's start with you, Luna, since we've missed you for God knows how long now. <laughs> uh, well, I haven't been listening to as much as I've wanted to, just with everything going on. So, I guess the main things I've been listening to were one is Chanmina. Just because she kind of gets me going with her energetic music. And I've been back on a Kodakumi streak and I've been listening to her non-stop again. So my whole playlist is uh, a shuffle of every single song I have on her on my iPod. So, and I'm trying to think if I've really listened to... I was listening to Dream in the car. Dream when there were seven members. So from like, what was it, maybe... That was a long time ago. Oh two. Oh four around then and I've been listening to some k-pop as well because I discovered a singer I really like named Eile and I don't know I haven't been listening to too much else and a little flow here and there because they get me energized as well so I think that's really about it for for me what about you Gray? Me, I have been listening to First Palette because I love that album. I love that album. That album is amazing. And I'm still listening to Root Alpha. That boy is awesome. I think we'll talk a little bit more about him later. There's been a little song that came out. Thank you, Ken. But ever since you told me about it, it's been like on permanent. Just I can't stop listening to it. And that's Brave Up, LOL's new single, which I think we'll also be talking about in a little bit. So yeah, no, no. Other than that, it's it's kind of weird because I'm I'm at a point right now in my life where it's really hard to find free time to listen to music. So I've I've actually cut back quite a lot. I haven't been listening to as much as I would like, but it'll probably pick back up again soon. I know how things are going, and I and things are getting ready to pick up for me soon. So definitely, I'll be back to listen to a little bit more. What have you been listening to, bud? What have I been listening to? I've been listening to the Final Fantasy XIV soundtrack because I made another new character. I made a new cat. <laughs> yeah, you showed me the cat. It's a very beautiful Two thumbs cat. up. I love it. Two thumbs up. It took me like a good 45 minutes on making her. But well, besides that... I mean, oh. you're going to be with her for a while. You should you should take your sweet, sweet time. Besides that, I've been listening to the Brave You Starlight soundtrack because they had their stage show this past weekend or no this coming weekend and i can't wait i actually am going to be listening the hell out of the new songs and i've been listening to Flow mostly because they did have the odequest thing so hopefully you guys enjoyed that this past week i hope you all did too because that looked amazing i mean i was watching all the live interviews before the show and it's just amazing that artists could come together and do that, and I'm so glad that DJ Taku and Mflo, I feel like we're a big part of making this happen. But besides that, um, I've been listening to a lot of Rosalia again, just to kind of hype up the my trip, and I kind of was looking out at all the character or not all the characters, all the people that I'm going, all the artists that I'm going to go see for Rock in Japan. So 
Looking forward to that. I picked up some anime Lisa songs also. I, I totally forgot she was going to. I should not have because she's going to be the last thing we see. But yeah, besides that, nothing much. So with that, let's continue on to the release news here. It's fairly simple. Yep, it's also been a busy week. Like we got quite a we got quite a few to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so starting off, we're going to talk about an up-and-coming rock band called Iron Bunny. They are a uh throwback to like the 80s hard rock 80s 90s hard rock ge- music genre uh they have a na- brand new debut mini album called Tetsui no Alternative which is set to come out August 28th you can find more details on the site including the trailer for the band which I've never seen before I've never seen a tra- trailer for a band but they they got one because Iron Bunny's got a backstory and it's an interesting one so check it out and if, especially if you like like nostalgic 80s 90s rock because that's gonna be like the core thesis of the album and you can pre-order it on the site that's interesting that hard rock is making a return as of late <laughs> it, it, it kind of is but well i was talking about this with my friend yesterday like 90s nostalgia is pretty big on the rise right now so makes some sense and continuing on it is lovely former member of nmb48 miyuki watanabe dropped the music video for her latest track chit talk chick on warner's official youtube channel and it'll be the lead song for her repackaged first solo album 17 which is going to be called 17 repackaged so it's going to be korea all over again (laughs) <laughs> just, I hate that when, when they do those repackaging things and just... I know because you buy it and then you gotta rebuy it yeah. I did that with Girls Generation more than once yeah so it's how they to, make their money to make it a definitive edition I'll have the original 10 tracks that was on the album and 5, and five more and it'll be released on July 10th so next week yay you can yeah. check out more information on that along with the music video on our site all right, moving on to the next article. Exile is releasing a new concert. This is from their 2019-2018 tour. The It's going to be called Starve Wish. And in order to promote it, they actually dropped a brand new music video called Love of History. And that's actually a really touching music video. I, I really liked it. So if you get the opportunity, check it out. It is in the article. And if you want to pre-order... Star of Wish, we do have the links. It is coming out on July twenty, uh, July thirty first, not twenty first. And yeah, I'm looking. I'm kind of looking forward to this. If I had the money, I would be buying it. But I, I don't have the money, so I'm not going to be buying it. But it looks cool. Love of History was dope. I really hope that Love of History will actually have a full album release because I really, I I don't want to sit down and watch a three hour concert just to find out it's only in the encore <laughs> yeah it is in the encore gosh so, darn it that's that's the only that's the only stinky thing i'm, I'm certain they'll do like a, a single release for it or some sort of album release mm. it's been a while since they've had a, a release that i can think of for yeah, exile because they, they've just been doing tours and letting their juniors do everything that's why yeah yeah the juniors are, are the only things that are coming out with only people really seems to be coming out with stuff now but yeah Continuing on up, it is the heavy metal idol group Baby Metal, as we talked about earlier, will be releasing a brand new third album 
now it's been titled Metal Galaxy, being released on October 11th. This comes as a surprise for certain people, but not really because they announced that they were going to be releasing before their world tour. So it's it's interesting. It'll have 16 tracks total, and you can check out more information on the site about that. So what's, what's, what's kind of cool is they're doing... It's they're doing a worldwide release, meaning that certain areas or certain parts of the world will have certain additions. So the site that or the links that we use are going to be specifically for the Japanese editions. So keep that in mind while you guys are making your pre-orders, because they are going to have an American edition, which is interesting enough that they're going to do that. But they'll have extra things with the Japan edition. Well, I mean, of all the people we talk about, Baby Metal by far has the most global presence. So it makes some sense. I mean, they're really popular in America. They're really popular in Europe. And I mean, you know, you know that, that scene, especially in Europe, is just really huge. So it makes some sense. I mean, also, Baby Metal likes to appeal to their fans. And I mean, they've toured the United States quite a bit. They've toured Europe quite a bit. And, in Europe as well. Know. I mean, they're huge over there. Yeah. So it makes sense. It's, it's interesting. It'll, it'll be because as the Japanese music industry start starting to go more international, you, you know, baby metal is kind of pioneering and leading the way. If you think about it, visual K band Arlequin have revealed they're going to be releasing a brand new single titled Anima. It's going to be coming out on August 21st. There will be two editions, and you can pre-order it on the site. Moving on to the next article, two-man music duo Chemistry has announced they're going to be releasing their 38th single, which I didn't realize that they have been in the music industry that long. But yep. the <laughs> <laughs> but their their new single is called Angel Slash Still Walking because it's a double A-side out, uh, single. It's going to be coming out on August 21st. And me personally, I think like the most interesting thing on this is it's coming out on vinyl. You can pre-order the vinyl edition and the CD edition, whichever one. Now the vinyl is only coming with the two, the two tracks A and B. So yeah, that's interesting that they're still doing stuff, but um, well, we didn't see. I haven't listened to yeah. their modern stuff because they're, in my opinion, their modern stuff isn't all that decent compared to a couple of their older stuff their older stuff is amazing mm-hmm. yeah yeah sometimes groups change and evolve and we don't like the, the the evolution so to speak so yeah it happens but yeah i didn't realize 38 singles man they've they've been in the business a while moving on up to the next one the fantastics one of my one of my favorite groups from exile they have a they have revealed their brand new single. This is coming off hot off the heels of the battle for Tokyo. They have a brand new single called Dear Destiny. And that's gonna be coming out on the twenty first. It's just gonna get two editions. We don't know too much about it at the time. at this current moment. But I'm excited. I like the Fantastics. I don't think they've had a bad song yet. I could be wrong, but I'm I'm pretty hyped for this. I can't wait. Anyway, continuing on up, it is the lovely, lovely vocalist Erica Nishi, and she, 
she announced that she'll be doing her second album called Love Me on October 2nd. And yeah, you can uh, check out a l bunch of other things about her on our site and the music video for her song Bitter, which is really good. I actually really, really liked it. <laughs> yeah, I've been meaning to actually check this out and didn't get the opportunity. So Yeah, a little caveat to this. So I follow this one um, YouTuber. Her name is Erica Ishii. If you know who she is from um, Geek and Sundry. And my autocorrect immediately went to Erica Nishi <laughs> instead of Nishi. And I was so mad about that. <laughs> I was like, please stop this. Um, so Chun Mina is back and she's with her latest album, Never Grow Up, which will come out on August 7th. And this is her se will be her second full length album, and this will be her first one since Miseinen came out in 2017. So it's been almost a full two years since she's had a full length album, and I'm excited for this because we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yes, but you can check out a lot more information on our site with her latest music video call. That will also be on Never Grow Up. Right, moving on to the next one. This is a really interesting group. So they're a pop rock hip hop group, and they're called Green with a like four E's in the middle. So Green, I think it's the proper <laughs> pronunciation of the of the band. Have you never heard of Green before? Me, no, personally, no, I haven't. Oh my god, I love the song they did with Becky. Oh, you would love Green. Oh, I, they they have they have a they have a. Uh, on Apple Music, they have all their singles mm. from from their start to 2017. I yeah. actually did download it because you know this, who this they go are, off the right? genre. Like, no. like, so they're dentists. That's why their their entire logo is a smile. <laughs> but they keep their they keep to themselves. They keep their privacy to themselves, so no one knows who they look like. I oh. did not realize they were dentists. Yeah, they're all dentists. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow, that is freaking awesome. That, oh my and that God. explains why all their logos include them with a smile. Um, I always wondered that, you know, because yeah, I've never seen them. You don't see the you don't see the band in their music videos. No. That's why I was like, uh, that's really interesting. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, because I did I did check out Sobido, which was a really, really good song. That's what inspired me to get all their singles. But I haven't had a chance to listen to it. Like, like the only opportunity I had to listen to it was while I was with, with my father at the doctor's office. I was waiting in the waiting room. I, heard, I listened to a little bit of it, but I didn't listen to a lot of it. But their ninth album is coming out. It's called Daiku. It's going to be coming out on September 25th. And if you are in desperate need of a brand new CD player, the limited edition Type A is for you. Because it's coming with one, batteries included. It'll be released in three editions total, standard, type A, and type B limiteds. Uh, the limiteds also are CD and DVD, but the only one with a CD player is the type A. And you, like I said, you can check out their song, Sobito, which is pretty dope. So, yes. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of tempted to get limited edition type A. Just because. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Since, remember last week when we were talking about this, when you said you needed another CD player? Yeah. And sure enough. <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice to have something mobile. So, yeah. 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 
But yeah, continuing on up, it is four-member rock band Indigo La End announced that they'll be releasing a brand new album titled Nadeyoku Watashi Shosetsu on October 9th. This comes off the heels of their latest single, Hakane Shiman Shimatta Natsu, which just released a couple months prior. You can check out more information on the album on our site. They also released that they'll be doing a tour too, so keep news on that if you guys want to. Are fans of them because they'll be hitting the hall tours. The hall tours are much more easier to get to than compared to other concert halls. So, yeah. Well, also the hall tours. I think do they have more prestige? Yeah, I mean they're like concert halls. So yeah, 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 that makes sense, right? Moving on to the next one, we're gonna talk about another concert being released on DVD. So if you're a huge fan of the mega, mega idol group, Kei Kazaka 46, you have the wonderful opportunity of purchasing their 2018 concert tour. The release title is called Keiaki Ko Kyowakoku 2018. But obviously they're releasing it now for 2019, but it's coming out. August 14th in uh, standard DVD, Blu-ray, limited, and DVD and limited Blu-ray. So if you're a fan of Kiyakizaka 46, check it out. They're doing super well right now. I'm surprised we haven't heard what their next single is going to be. I guess it's going to be announced soon. But, yeah. What's in- what's interesting is they're doing it at Fujiku Highland, and I'm going to be going there for the Rosalia concert. <laughs> I'm so jealous you're going to Fujiku. I'm going to be dead I... tired. <laughs> because I'm doing Rock in Japan the day before. Oh, and so you're not going to ride a roller coaster. <laughs> as much as I would love to, I would think I would die. <laughs> and Renford isn't all into roller coasters also. Oh, man. Oh. Oh, that's oh they that, got that some of the me. best ones. That kills me because I love roller coasters. I do too. Oh, I've always wanted to go to Fuji Q. Yeah, they, I didn't they know Fuji Q was a theme park. Yeah, they have the fastest roller coaster in Japan there. <sighs> you you should try to ride that at least ones. once. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try. We'll see. We'll see. Next year I'll go with you, bud, and, and we'll ride it together. Well, we're doing it at winter because I ain't going during the summer because uh, <laughs> Summer Olympics is happening during that time, and I oh. I, I no, want to avoid. We're going in March. I want to avoid that lovely congestion. Rush. Well, my, my rule of thumb is if you're ever visiting Japan, don't don't visit the month of August, anyways. So because that's when everybody's out. don't go on Golden Week either. Yeah, yeah, first well, week of May. Go- the second week of um, August, because that's Obon. Yeah. So, we'll get to more about Obon in a moment there, but continuing on up, it is four-member rock band Plastic Tree announced a brand new single called Sozet, uh, Senzo on September 4th. This will be their latest since Inside Out back of last year, so it's been a while. So it's pretty cool. You can check out more stuff, because they've been mostly doing a lot of live tours and they also announced that they'll be doing an autumn live tour called holographic boy imitation girl starting in september also so if you guys are fans of them go right ahead we are going to be seeing them at rock in japan so 
This is Renford, one of Renford's favorite bands in the whole world, so he's really, really excited. All right, moving on to the next one. Uh, Seiko Matsuda, who is an industry veteran, like she's been in the game for a long, long time, is releasing a compilation of her best songs from the 90s and the the aughts, the O's, so like 2000 to 2009. And so if you're interested in this, it's going to be coming out on August 7th. And yeah, it's going to be a huge release in multiple editions. You can pre-order your copy on the site. Oh no, it's a single edition. Sorry, it's in the blue, the new blue spec CD. And thank you, Luna, for telling me what a blue spec CD was because I, I did not know what that was at all. So you're welcome. I don't think we use them in the U.S. as much as Japan does. I feel like Japan uses them way more so what is blue spec for the people that are uninitiative so a blue spec um, <laughs> blue spec cd is pretty much a cd that's printed using what they use for blu-rays so they have better sound quality and i think they're a little bit more durable than standard cds so they scratch less easily just like blu-rays um, I mean, that's really the mainly difference. I know Sony did two rounds of blue spec CDs. There's blue spec and then there's blue spec two and they just pretty much improved it with the blue spec twos. Yeah. Uh, Seiko release is going to be on blue spec two and it is compatible with a regular CD player. You do not have to go out and purchase a brand new CD player specifically for this. It, it, this works with any, what you have. You don't have to worry about yep. it. Yep. Any CD player, DVD player, Blu-ray player, anything that can play a CD. So... It's a Sony thing, too. It's yeah. mainly Sony. Anything released under Sony, since Sony does Blu-rays, they also did the, <laughs> Sony wants the Blu-spec to, CDs. Um, Sony wants to flex themselves by doing Blu-spec-only CDs. Yes, yeah. and Blu-spec didn't really take off originally, because it started years and years ago, and it didn't take off, and they've been trying to revamp it with the Blu-spec 2s, and Japan's really been pushing it. But I feel like the U.S., since CDs are becoming obsolete, yeah, we're not pushing it as much. Yeah, like CDs in in like America specifically just are not what they used to be. I mean, most music's digital now. And, I mean, you, there's always going to be people who like physical releases, but that scene is more of a retro thing and a very niche thing. It's not the primary and, market. And I'm that person who's the who likes their physical copy, say, CD and vinyl, I'm the same. I mean... I like to have that physical thing in my hand. So, but I understand the whole digital age, but I still love having the physical copy to touch and to read the lyric books and to smell it. <laughs> I'm one of those weird people. Yeah, I don't think I've ever smelt one of my CDs before. They smell different. So do the Blu-rays. I have to smell my Blu-rays when I open them. <laughs> and on that note, we are moving on to our next one. And I guess it's the most appropriate I've about these girls. So, STU48 has released a brand new music video called Daisuke no, uh, Daisuke no Hito. Uh, it is for their upcoming single, which is going to be coming out on July 31st. In traditional fashion, you have... It's going to be releasing a total of eight editions. There's going to be four standard and four limited editions. And... If you want to watch the the full music video, you can. It's, it's a pretty fascinating music video. I only got to watch half of it, but it was fascinating what I got to see of it. 
and I don't have an opinion on the song because, like I said, I only got to watch half of it. But uh, you can check it out for yourself on the site. We do have it along with all the pre-order links for types A through D. And we also have all the covers in a lovely little scrolling gallery at the bottom. So, And if you want to know which editions which is, hover your mouse over it and it'll tell you in the top left-hand corner. So yeah, if people don't know, STU-48 is the one that specifically has the boat. Yep. They they are the they are the boat, and I I almost said that you you do see the boat in in the in the music video, but I don't know if you see the interior of the boat because when they are dancing on a boat, it looks like a barge, and I don't think I don't think the bar I don't think the the boat is suppose a barge. supposedly it's just theater it just looks like what the theater looks like so I wouldn't be surprised if it just looks exactly like the, the theater except it's decked out to the nines with marine stuff yeah well i know all their outfits have like a marine motif to them yeah i, I don't mind that <laughs> but yeah continuing on up it is five member rock band the hiatus announced that they will be releasing a brand new album called our secret spot on july 24th this will be the latest one since Hands of Gravity back in 2016. So it's pretty cool. You can uh, check out all the lovely links on our site. They will also announce that they will be having a brand new live tour also starting from September, th- uh, July 31st going to September. So yeah, you can check out that. And if you have a one understanding of their cadence, you can check out their 10th first trailer on the site also all right moving on to i guess another industry veteran because i didn't know they were this old but pop duo claris is celebrating nine years they're gonna their nine year reunion is i think in october i didn't actually put that in the article but i I think it's like october is when they officially formed they're releasing their latest album called summer tracks natsuna uta on August 14th. So it'll be actually a little bit before their nine, nine year celebration, but just a, just a couple of months. But the new but the new album is made with a summer theme in mind and so they it didn't make any sense for them to release it on their night because you know summer's already passed. So they're going to go ahead and drop their 9 year celebration a little early because it's a summer summer theme based album, but if you want to check it out, you certainly can. It's being released in a limited and uh, a standard and limited edition. And if you're curious, wanting to check out who Claris is, we do have their song Ane Mone on the site. So you can check that out. That was actually the only video on YouTube I could find that was officially put up by them. <laughs> so, well, because, you know, they're Sony. Sony. <laughs> yeah. Well, just, just if anyone's curious why the song is the song that I picked, because it's like a two-year-old song. That's why it was literally the only one on YouTube that I could I could run with. So, but you know, you don't know how long they were. They were the opening for Madoka, <laughs> and Madoka's 2011. <laughs> well, see, I never watched that yep. show. So, be ready to be depressed after you watch it. Well, I know it's a dark fantasy and it's a messed up show. That's all I know. It's, it's done by it's your favorite. Very, very good. It's done by your favorite writer. <laughs> uh, that I knew too. That I knew too. Yeah, it's it's on it's on my list of things that eventually get around to to watch. 
the re- the original reason why I didn't want to watch it because I just thought it was a standard magical girl anime, and I'm that's, I'm not a huge fan of that genre. It's not a standard magical girl anime. Everything's a lie. You don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> I am well aware of this. The fact it's dark fantasy says it's not a standard magical girl anime because magical girl anime is not a dark fantasy genre. Wait till you get to episode three, and then that's when everything goes dark. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's only twelve ep- three. Jeez Louise. Okay. Hey, man, well, you don't you have to wait sense, long. It, yeah, the sense the cadence of what what everything is first, and then then number three is when, yeah, yeah, when when it hits the fan, so to speak. Plus, yep. I love it, I love their remixes. Honestly, their remixes are really good. I actually have a clear song on my phone. Before we, I really got into the weeds and into into anime music. I I have a clear song. I just don't ask me the name of it. I'd have to dig it up and look at it for it. But I am vaguely familiar with them. Continuing on up, it is three-member rock band Wanima released the latest music video for their track Natsu no Dokukae on their official YouTube channel and, as previously reported, will be used for this single, Summer Trap, which will release on July 17th. You can check out the music video on our site and it is lovingly summer-feeling festival. I, I, I saw this and I really I actually really want to do the article and just it was so late I just couldn't so thank you Ken for doing this article for me and I've been dying to check this thing out I just I, I just have not had a moment to do it so once we get off the phone here like that, that might be one of the first things I do is check this thing out because I've been really looking forward to Summer Trap I've been eager to see what what songs and tracks are going to be on there. I really, really liked a good job. I thought that was a stellar single. So, you know, I, you know the eager. thing is, the, um, they're, they're a band that I, I brushed them off initially because their, their song on the Kohaku was, it was, it was all right, but it wasn't going to blow my pants off, so to speak. It wasn't See, until it, it blew it my pants off. So it wasn't until <laughs> this song where I was like, okay, I understand what their style is. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. Um, and it's not too bad. I, like I said, they're one of the bands that I'll, I wouldn't run away from, but it made me love them just a little bit more. I'm just yeah. now seeing the album art for Summer Trap for the first time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Moving on to another group I really like a lot. If you're like me and you're super excited for Brave Up, you get to hear a slightly shortened version of Brave Up already on YouTube as they've already dropped the music video. It's a pretty interesting music video. Uh, we we get to see GJ Koo and his Kunis, I guess is a way to put it. And uh, yeah, it's an interesting music video. It It's takes an interesting turn, especially at the end of it. I was surprised that they did a shortened version of the song. It doesn't even say shortened in the title description or anything like that. Like it, just, it makes it look like it's the full song. But I've been listening to the song on Apple Music for weeks now, and so when the second verse didn't kick in, something was weird. <laughs> and yeah, so it's a shortened version of the song. It's still like two two minutes and 49 seconds, so they only chopped a minute off. And yeah, it this is a this is a interesting and bizarre music video. If you're like me and you're eager to check it out, by all means, it is up. And 
Brave Up is being released in a standard edition and CD plus DVD edition. It's coming out on July 31st, so, you know, we still have the rest of the month before Brave Up comes out. I've already pre-ordered my copy, so I did that before while I still had some money in, so I am eager, excited. I love Brave Up. And moving on up to the last new release that we'll talk about. Uh, Girl Band Girlfriend have revealed they are doing the next opening theme for Black Clover, which is a magical shonen anime series. The new opening is going to be titled Sky and Blue, and it is going to be released on August 28th. It's not going to be on the broadcast until August 6th. And yeah, it's going to be released in two editions, the standard and CD plus DVD edition. And if you're curious about Girlfriend, you can check out their song, Hiro and Ni Nari Tai, on the site. Okay, and then continuing on to our little piece of news here. You know, the lovely, lovely company, Joy-san, which is a karaoke company, if you guys don't know, they're huge in Japan. They announced that they would, they dropped their, their most sung songs of the first half of 2019. So it's interesting to take this list into account because if, once again, Yunezu Kenshi is on the top with Lemon. But what's surprising is Aimeon with Marigold took number two when she wasn't even on the list the last time they did this list. (laughs) So that Kohaku bump really, really freaking helped. We should officially coin the phrase the Kohaku bump. The Kohaku bump? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's worked out for Aimeon. I mean, like, I remember, like, her song came out in July of last year. We all liked it, but, you know, it was on for a week, kind of faded off. And, I mean, I mean, I kind of forgot about it, honestly. And then, you know, she's on the Kohaku, and now she's on the charts every week, and she's... Number two in, 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 like, the karaoke scene. And, like, I mean, she, like, she's really exploded into, like, this popularity. And, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I think yeah, I think the Kohaku bump mm. really mm. helped her out. So, if you guys just look at this list, uh, Matsuda Suda so took up. The pump is still there. They jumped yes. from 17th of 2018 uh, to number six. So, I mean, you that means say. people are just doing the stupid dance and singing along. That's the I'm at the, only reason. I'm, I'm at the post that on Facebook yesterday in celebration of July 4th. Oh, well. Oh. I was going to be like, <laughs> you doing the dance? Oh, God. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, I just would pay money video. to see that. We should do that for your wedding, Luna. I'm still working on a playlist. <laughs> we, 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 will, no, we will have a few a, days before the wedding to work, out the, to, to work out the choreography, just the two of us. Yeah, I would do it. We'll get I'd kill do it on it too. too. I don't even need we'll, booze. We'll, oh God! <laughs> we'll have kill on it too, and we'll we'll make him do it. We'll make him do it. You hear that, kill? I know you're not listening, but I'll make you do it. <laughs> I know for a fact that you're not listening, but I'm gonna make you do this. <laughs> you well, owe me. You owe me, kill. <laughs> Note to self: Don't be in Ken's debt. <laughs> Well, you might be in my debt person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I already know. 
What's also interesting is uh, three sixty six days is also pretty high up there, and I was like, "Geez, this song is almost ten years old." It is over ten years old. I had never heard of it, so when I saw it, I was like, "That's weird." Yeah, if you guys don't know, that was used for the drama Akaito, which was Jesus, not, like long. I was in, I was, I think I was in high school when it went. Jeez. Yeah, it's ten years ago. So let's let's just pander over here. I'm gonna look it up real fast. This is a fascinating list. I like it's it's interesting. Happy birthday by back number. It was is released ten 21. years. <laughs> Two thousand eight. Yeah, back number. Well, you know that's understandable because it did so well on the charts. Yeah. Oh, it did amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so it did really well on the charts. And I guess because of the popularity of Happy Birthday, it's caused... Well, no. No, because the other back number songs actually fell. Yeah, hmm. So, But they're still on the list compared to... Like, also, Aimeo, all of Aimeo's related songs bumped up, too. Like, yeah. Kimi Raka, Ikyo Ganai is also on there. And oh, oh, I'm trying to think of that other song. Uh, Ko- Konya Konomama is also on there. Well, I mean, they're good songs, but they're not Marigold good. <laughs> no. And a lot a lot of Yuneza Kenshi songs are on here, I think. Like, like six? No, like, yeah, six total, including Lemon, is on the list here. What's also yeah, surprising is King and Prince is on here debuting at number 29. They were on 36 last year also. So, good, good for them, Cinderella Girls. But... What's very surprising is Union Square Garden, the Sugar Song and Bitter Step or whatever the hell that song is. It's a fascinating list. It's a good. It's a good uh, pulse on Japan and what they're what they're listening to, what they're singing along with as they ride down the ride down the road. Yeah. I wish oh, karaoke just... bars was a thing around here. I'd be in one right about now. <laughs> well, I'd, it'd just be me singing "F" by Maximum the Harmon. <laughs> I love that song. Well, it would I would be by myself too, but I don't know what I'd be singing. Well, if you guys don't know, F is the song that they use for Frieza, for resurrection. Oh, yeah. Fukatsu no F for the resurrection of Frieza for Dragon Ball Super. So they had that. to get yeah. they had to get special permission from Toei to even use that song because the song was made before the movie. Like, way before the movie. Yeah, <laughs> like at least yeah. two years, I think. Yeah. It sounds right. Yeah. And as it is July already, we are halfway through the year, and we kind of wanted to commemorate this by talking about what is our uh, our top song and I guess our top artist, because we were having initial thoughts of doing the our unappreciative artists, but we were kind of having trouble with that. So let's... Oh. Let's flip it over and just do top artists because I think you guys already have one in mind for 2019 as of right now. Yeah. Let's start with you, Gray. Yes. So for me, so far, like the the number one song, and it's been a good year, honestly. It's been a really good year. But for me personally, right now, the song of 2019 is Let It Snow by Color Creation. Oh my God. I love this song. I still listen to it on a daily basis. And I've got to the point where I'm really melodramatic when I'm singing this song. It's how much I love it. So definitely, definitely a huge fan of this song. Love it. 
love it to death. Artists, yes. So my artist is going to be Rude Alpha, and it, it was it's really difficult because there's like I really fall in love with Mad Kid. I do love Mad Kid, but and Rude Alpha is a little bit more newer to me than Mad Kid is. But Rude Alpha was such a cool find. I I love his music. I love his style, and you know I really do think you know he's just getting started i think this guy's going to be huge in a few years i'm really interested to see where his career takes him him being on the front of a fairly popular oh no he's he's going to be at the back end of it sorry him being at the end of a fairly popular anime series should help because i know dr stone has been getting a lot of buzz on, on like the anime sites and stuff so i expect dr stone to be a mild hit this summer i'm i'm excited for it i was excited for it before I even knew about Root Alpha and knew that he was doing the the ending of that. Yeah, like I'm really excited. I I think like this is a good opportunity to boost his career because that's going to really give him a lot more play, especially to people who maybe not may not typically listen to that style of music because that's that's the, that's the beauty of like being on the front of a of a drama or an anime or something like that it is it gives you an opportunity to capture an audience that may not normally listen to your music. And so that gives you a chance and opportunity to grow. So I'm really excited. I'm really eager to see what happens with root alpha guy is super excellent. And like I've got life coming. I, I had to use my, my points in order to get that, but I've got my life on, on the way. I cannot wait. I'm super excited. And I'm really eager to see what he does. And I guess I'll continue on next. And I guess my top song will actually be Choice by Tender. So, like I said, I initially had wrote Tender off when we were doing our music corners. And it was interesting. With this song and Document in particular, it was a standout song for me to be like, yeah, Choice is a pretty good song. And as of right now, it's probably my top song for 2019. As for mm. artists, breakout artist right now for 2019 is Imer. I've never listened to a lot of her stuff before this year, and with the least of the single and her two albums, I've been just going on crazy for it. Standalone is an amazing song. Three Minute is an amazing song. She's an amazing vocalist that I can't wait to see her and I'm young, kind of go together and make some healthy competition for the next the next couple of years because Raywell is going to be a very interesting year. Uh, this all new, fresh female talent is going to be very, very interesting. That are and I can't wait. I'm yeah. is a good choice because she she is very interesting. I know I didn't like her last single that she came out with. I like the other two songs, just not the one with the actual music video for. Her. But. Every time like we've checked her out, it's, it's really weird because like we'll we'll check her out when she pops up on the on the charts, and I'll actually kind of forget about her. But I, I, I every time she comes back, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember liking her songs, and so it, it's really interesting. And it, it it is certainly like she has seemed to grown in popularity a little bit, and yeah, she's in like that same space as I'm on. So it, it'll be really interesting to see like. How things pan out and and whatnot. I think I think Imer is a really good choice. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a solid pick. It'll be interesting to see what she does. And last but not least, how about you, Luna? What is your 
top song of 2019 as of right now and along with your artists? So my top song of 2019 is actually Haru no Hi by Aimyeon. Aimyeon! Aimyeon! I really like so that song. I, that was good. I love this song. I think it is absolutely gorgeous. It's not as good as Marigold, but it is still amazing. And I think it's probably my second favorite song by her. And definitely my favorite of 2019 because I keep finding myself going back to this song. I think it's beautiful, amazing, her voice. I I can see this being a big hit on Joy Sound next year, just like Mary Gold is this year. So I can see this one doing very, very well in the future, and I absolutely love it. I mean, you can never go wrong with I'm Young. Oh. And my break. And my breakout artist, which I included her last year, so I feel like I'm cheating, but I'm not cheating because she has she does have a new release coming out, and she's had a release already, and it is Chan Mina. I feel like she's gained a lot of momentum. She got signed to Warner. She released Ama Pop in February, and now she has a new album coming out in August. And I feel like she's you know one or two songs away from really getting up there but from where she's come from being a high school sophomore and how big she got so fast i mean i think she's pretty close to making it in the top 10 of the oricon so i there's so many songs she's released and call was amazing even though it was a digital release i absolutely love it and i'm a pop i thought was a fantastic release and it made the top 20 in oricon so i'm i think she'll be i'm curious to see how um never grow up's going to do now yeah. so yeah that... it'll be interesting to see what she does with this album i i i have good faith it's it's kind of interesting how japan is now because they are moving ahead with a lot more towards that western style style a lot more than they have been the past couple years now yes so it's interesting to see how this will do obviously we'll keep a close eye on it but it's i would think it would at least crack the top 10 i I would hope it would i would imagine i I don't see why it wouldn't i mean chocolate hit i think it made in the top 20 or 30 when it came out in 2018 so you've seen all her her the the releases she has have rise you know on the oricon chart so i'm hoping this will actually crack the top 10 so i'm very curious to see what it'll be up against as well because i feel like that is always a big thing depending on who has what but i'm still wanting to see how she'll do in the charts I just can see her having one big, you know, one big push, and that's all she needs. But yeah, with that, let's transition into our music corner. And this week, Luna, you took the wheel, so I guess this is going to be a continuation on your talk of your artist of this for the year as of right now. But why don't you introduce us to her? Yeah, so my my music corner pick was, of course, Chan Mina, and... I have been addicted to her since I discovered her last year. She has been one of my one of my favorites and inspirations. So she is a 19-year-old trilingual Japanese-Korean rapper. She also does her own songwriting along with singing. 
And she has been doing this from a young age. So she grew up learning piano, ballet, vocals, and dancing during her childhood. She also self-produces all her music, including songwriting, track production, and choreography, which is amazing because most artists don't do all of that. I feel like very few have anything to do with all of those. So in her sophomore year of high school, she actually produced two of her songs. One was Misenin featuring Meishi. And Misenin means underage, if you're curious, which makes sense because she was underage at the time. And Princess. And both of these were highly rated and pretty much caused her to become an overnight hit. So in February 2017, she did her major debut with her song. I actually cannot say this because I'm going to say her lyrics are very explicit. In this song... It's in the title. I cannot... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's in the title. I can't say it live, but it is the F word. Um, and I personally like the song, but it is very, very explicit. So if you are not into that type of thing, I would not recommend listening to it. But I like it as a fun dance song. Um, she followed it up with Lady, which hit number one on Line Music Hip Hop Rap Charts. And she followed all this with her debut album, Me Say Nen, which actually made 59 in Oricon. Which isn't bad for a debut album and someone being in the genre she is in, is that album is very, very heavily hip-hop. And you don't see too many hip-hop who aren't in flow hit the top, top charts. So her music style is pretty much a, I would say the perfect flavor of hip-hop mixed with dance beat. And her rap style is... I would say it's more westernized, which I really like the westernized rap style. I occasionally really do like hip-hop, but for me, American hip-hop, I don't like a lot of the lyrics and what they stand for. While is her rap style, the songs really do speak to you and a lot of what she talks about. And that means a lot to me because they have so much meaning and you can tell she wrote those from her heart and what she is, what she's been through. Um, so not only can she rap, she also has a really good singing ability capabilities as well. So she mixes pretty much singing and rapping. And of course she writes her own songs. Um, I will say her videos are very eye catchy as well, especially doctor, <laughs> because it is a very bright video and very memorable. Um, and her, her catchy tunes and her catchy songs and beats make her really stand up from the rest with just such a mixture. She is an artist that once you kind of see her here, you kind of can't forget because just the variety she's shown in her songs, I feel like she has a little bit of something for everyone. So I actually chose Doctor as my song, which it's hard to pick a favorite song, but this is really one of my favorites because the lyrics resonated with me so much. And she pretty much talks about how everything is always the same in cookie cutter. And you pretty much need to stand out. You know, you should stand up for who you are, even though you're in fear of other people's judgment. And I'm pretty sure she's probably, since she's kind of unique in her own way, it's, you can tell she's actually been through that where she's probably getting told you need to do what everyone else is doing. You need to be like this. You need to be like that. But she wants to do her own thing and be her own person. So I feel like that song kind of sticks out to me for that because it's like, 
you know, everyone has that fear inside of them of being judged and being picked on and being called out on Twitter, Instagram. So this is one that I feel like is a song that everyone can relate to. And the video is very colorful and very weird. And I love her two male dancers in there. They're amazing. Um, This is just such a catchy, catchy song. Um, So she currently has one studio album, Me Say Nen, a mini album, Chocolate, and one single, Alma Pop. And of course, her second album, Never Grow Up, will be out on August 7th. You can check out her official website, follow her on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can find all those links on her website. And you can also order several of her albums on her website as well. We have all the links up. And check out Dr. Below, which is subtitled. So you can you can go on YouTube at the bottom and you can turn on English subs. And she did translate that herself, if, self, if I'm correct. And several of her other videos are translated as well, such as Pain is Beauty. So that's not my, that's one of my favorite songs, but being honest, I really, really liked all her albums and I actually blind bought them after hearing maybe like one or two songs. So she was one of my favorite blind buys. But I'm curious to see what you guys think because I always talk about her all the time and you're probably sick of it. (laughs) I mean, I have to listen to LOL. (laughs) He does. He does. He has to listen to a lot. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm used to it already. And, yeah, and I know you guys are sick of me shoving or freaking bang dream down your guys' throat almost every other week, too. So, yeah, I mean, so it, you we, know, it's, we, it's everybody. It's all even. Yeah, yeah we all have that. <laughs> Dif- different strokes for different folks. But let me just say this much. You know, I took a I took another Pico Doctor right before we started, started the episode, and... It, this is very meta on the on the industry right now because she is doing something that is standoffish, something that is very, very personal to her to do what right rather than being just cookie cutter and just doing what she knows will probably sell. And it does help with the fact that all the things are brightly lit and the stuff that you would kind of see in idol filmography. But she did that for a purpose. So thinking about that and the lyrics that she acquainted it to was very interesting. So she has a keen eye of knowing what's going to sell and probably what's not going to sell. But she's being true to herself, and that's what's most important. And if you are going to stand out, that's the best way. Like, I always go on and on about this. For uh, idol groups are dime a dozen now. You can find them off the street. You can find them underground. (laughs) You can find them growing. You can find them back alley cafes, man. You can buy. You can find them in Akiba, just dance along. But what's important is that you stand out from what is considered the norm, because otherwise you are just not going to succeed in the music industry. What makes you special? And that's what's good about a lot of her songs, because she could have just done something that was very cookie cutter. But she talks a lot of her own emotional things, which is very interesting. Like, if you look at that and you look at... um, Pain is Beauty. Pain is Beauty. You can tell that she's calling a lot of this from her own personal experience. And that's what I really do like. Granted, 
I would agree with you. A lot of her lyrics, she doesn't need to say a lot of the swearing that she does. <laughs> but that that's the thing with this type of genre. And I, I, I completely understand it. It's it's clean cut compared to what Syrup does. Well, Syrup does 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 rap and stuff like that occasionally. His stuff is a lot is it's clean cut and to the point and yeah. what is what is considered modern modern and popular to the Japanese audience. But it's interesting to see how what Chungmina does now because the the the, the songs that have been released sound really good and sound very very westernized. So I know for a fact she'll have a very good inter- international audience. Yeah, she has she does have like a lot of western appeal really baked into her brand and her style. I I don't see her having any hard time really growing in America because of just how westernized her style is. It's very very western. I feel like it's Western, but with a little bit of a Japanese flavor and kind of what she brings, especially with the whole Korean wave going on. I feel like she could easily hit on that with her catchy beats. Yeah. Well, like, I know for for me personally, like, I, I actually had a hard time getting used to her a little bit because because of her Western style. Like I've gotten really adapted to that Japanese style and the Japanese cadence. And I love like that traditional Japanese cadence of rap. So for me with Chanmina, I actually had to get used to her style before I could start enjoying her music because it, it just was it was just a, a little jarring to me. But once I was able to get used to it and, and get into the cadence of her music, I did gravitate more towards like her poppy stuff. Shocker, I know. But I will say probably my favorite song she does is Pain is Beautiful because that is a gorgeous song. And that that one to me was just really, really good. Now, I, I will say my, my biggest criticism of her was, and I don't want to make this a big deal, but I wasn't a huge fan of a lot of the profanity, especially in the one that's mentioned in the article and uh to the to the, to the haters. haters like th- those two songs in particular because to to me it's just when you get into excessive explicit language it, it i to me i don't like it's one thing if the song uses it once or twice or whatnot but when it's just repeated over and over and over and over and over again to, to me it's just like well i i i don't like that i i find that to be i don't want to say lazy but well, no, it it's just, it feels like it loses its meaning, and it's it just, does, it, it does. It's just just to be edgy, kind of thing. Well, but, and uh, well, and to me personally, like I know around here, like most adults, yeah, they'll use profanity, but it's not in every sentence and every other word or whatnot. It's mostly like most of the people that use a lot of profanity around here. No, I'm I'm not saying this is a rule for the entire United States and, and everywhere else. But around here, it's how it is. I, I, I live in the Bible Belt. It's, you know, it's, we're conserv- you know, it's a very conservative area I live in. So, you know, for me, you know, when, when you just have somebody using a lot of foul language, to, to me, that's just somebody trying to be mature when they're not. And, 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 that, and that songs that do that have that perception, even if that's not true. I have that perception of that going into it. So it just makes it harder to 
like the song. Again, th there's, these are two songs out of her whole library. She, she has other songs that say that they're explicit. I don't ever remember hearing anything bad. So, you know, it's just two songs. It's not, you know, I don't want to make a big, yeah. big deal about it. But you, and not yeah. all her songs have that. I feel like it's just a few, or you might hear a word or two. But yeah, I also feel like Japan doesn't use a lot of profanity. So when they do, they go overboard. I feel like people, some of them probably do yeah. because they think, well, some people might not know the meaning of it, so it's fine. Yeah, you know. So and plus, if she's doing more of a Western style, you know, you hear all the Western rap. She could incorporate a lot of yeah. that in there, thinking it's cool. Yeah, kind of like you know, because we people in the West do that here. And and, and I know me personally, so. I'm a minority. That that is you know, really popular in America. So it's, you know, the thing is, too, Japan just doesn't understand certain phrases. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't. They don't. They don't. And, you know, it, because they're using a, a, a known whole language and they're going to use it excessively. Case in point, Maximum Laharma, what's up, people? Yep. I was thinking that, too. So, you so. know, it, it's interesting. Like I said, she she keeps her, her eyes on the price with the Western style. But you're it's yeah. she goes back and forth with Western and... Eastern style, which is really good. It's a nice fusion. Yeah, she she and, does do a blend and and whatnot. And I I do want to no go ahead and finish your thought. Sorry, it's compared to comparing to Riri, whose eye on the prize is only Western. So I I do like that trend that she goes back and forth and in the fusion of styles, which is interesting. Yeah. yeah, I do too. And it's amazing like seeing one of the first music videos she did, which is Princess, and how indie it is, and how you know some of her first songs until what she's progressed in now is amazing. And just seeing her progression in that, because I feel like her rap style has changed a little bit too, and it's more, you know, goes with yeah, kind of what's going on too. So I find that very interesting. Yeah. And I, I do want to make it clear I do like Chamina. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want my my criticism of her to come across like I absolutely hate her. No, I do like her. I think she's super talented. It'll be interesting to see where she goes. And, you know, I it, like like I said, like I need to listen to more of a Western style because, I mean, if you get used to the same thing all the time, like it, it really closes you off and it keeps you from growing and, and whatnot. So thank you, Luna, for, for bringing Chamina this week. It, it was fun to listen to her. And, you know, it, like I said, it'll be interesting to see. I'm eager to see what happens with Never Grow Up. I really want to see where that thing charts. And I'll, I'll probably actually, once Never Grow Up comes out, I'll probably download that because it's on Apple Music right now and give the full album to listen to and, and you know, see if my thoughts and opinions have changed on it because it, it's still a little ways off before that thing comes out, so. So, but I'll throw out a few songs for people to check out that weren't mentioned, like Best Boyfriend, Lady, Nanimo, Kawakunai, uh, Wonderland. You're the best was really I love good. It. You're the best, I think, was her funnest yes. song. I, I really oh, do. Like, 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 because again, I, I like I listen to music to have fun, so I always gravitate towards fun songs. And You're the Best is, is that is a fun song, and and I. Really, you mean you're like me? I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you're like me. Sorry, I thought it was You're the Best for some reason. But yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, she has a lot of good songs. Like, I really like My Name, um, Chocolate. And she has a... Check out her YouTube channel 
because she not only has her music videos on there, but she has like the making of Doctor, which is really interesting. She also has live clips for her Princess Project on there. And you also can see her coming of age day, which is really neat. So, But she is a person I would love to meet, and I really like her music, and a lot of her lyrics have been inspiring to me. So I look forward to where she's going to go from here, and I think she's an artist to really keep your eye on for. But yeah, I want to thank you for reintroducing us to her. It's it's good because, you know, we we just hear secondhand about her. And with these corners things, we got to explore a little bit more history about her compared to you just telling us Luna. <laughs> so I, I really appreciate it. And, you know... She is someone that I am going to look out specifically when that album drops because I know that she she's a diamond in the rough. I know that. Yeah. Or, yes. Yeah, we're going. I, I know we're going to talk about her a lot more. So with that, let's continue on to the Oricon here, and this week was interesting. Interesting. Weird. Weird. Interesting. I mean, once we get to the albums, we can know why it did the what the singles did as much as they did. So let's start off with number 10, and it is Amante by Uni1. So they're they're interesting. They're a a six-member, five-member, five-member boy band. Five. And they're, yeah, they're used for the current Code Geass movie that's coming out, or came out. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's already out. Yeah. So the song was all right. It's very Johnny-esque, so you would probably hate it. Gray, so maybe, but it's in, but it if it's attached to Code Geass, which I'm a huge Code Geass fan, that might win me over. But that's more so. If what you're saying more, is if a Johnny's group goes to Code Geass, an older Johnny's group now, you would like it, possibly. Yes, possibly. Sometimes I like things by association, it's just that uh, happens. Uh, I can't undo that. That's really bad for you to do that. I, <laughs> but my problem is it doesn't feel code Giasi at all. Well, well colors doesn't feel code Giasi either, uh, and it is the opening, the first opening. <laughs> it was a revival that was, and we talked about revival. Yeah, because it it ranked also on the lower end, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, it did. I remember like yeah, oh yeah, revival's weird. It was that weird music video. I remember revival now. Yeah, it was it was all right. I want to kick it for. I run run out of the convenience store if I heard it. So that's, that's my bar for music. If it's either I hate it so much that I run out, or I'm used to it, that if I heard it on the radio or a convenience store, I'd be like, okay, I I accept this. And then then there are songs that just get into your freaking brain, like Kinkuki no Dashite. I hate that song so much, but it's in the mm-hmm. corners of my mind. Oh, by yeah, the way, that, that song go yeah, the I was going to say, I wanted to kill you guys. <laughs> Like I heard Lady Go and I'm just like, gosh darn it, Kuhn 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 ruined it for me. Like it's it's funny, it stays in your head, Ken, but I'm the one that likes the song and I always forget that song exists. Until you, you mention it on the show. I blame you for this. <laughs> That's fine. But Amate did oh, it did alright. It, it sold a lovely thirteen thousand two hundred and ninety five points. And going on up, it is Idol Master. Oh God, a million at the theater 
generation. We can't say the adder generation. No, we can't. <laughs> Theater generation 1865, uh, 765 Pro All-Stars leader. That's I a don't know what I just said, but this was probably the song that they performed on the Idolmaster live anniversary show that happened this past weekend. So, of course, this would also bring up. So, it's all right. It's Idolmaster. It was okay. There was one of the voice actresses. I really liked her voice, but some of the uh, so it was like hit or miss. Like there were some I really liked their voices, some I didn't. So I was kind of conflicted. What's interesting is technically this release only had two songs on it, but it's like forty five minutes long because it's stuck in between a audio drama. But yeah, yeah, it's all alright. Thirteen thousand five hundred fifty five points. And yeah. going on up once again, it is Yasushi Anoko. By Speets. Yeah, this song's so, still dope. Have, were you able to take a listen with this song? Because you were missing last week when it first appeared. I was. I liked it. I thought it was actually a breath of fresh air. You know? It was something different than all the rest. And it actually had a... It was really relaxing. Well, yeah, I mean, my opinions on the song hasn't really changed. What about yours, Gray? I, I, I loved it. I listened to it. Again, this week, just just for good measure. This is a great song. I just wish it was on Apple Music so I could listen to it more. Also, I'd like to hear the full song because the version of it that they have on YouTube is only a minute and a half, which stinks. But yeah, going on up, it is Machigai Sagashi by Misaki Suda. And I believe this is your first time encountering this song also, Luna. Yes, it is. Because you've um, been gone this entire time. This has been on the chart. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to say a good month and a half or so. So, yeah. what did you think of it? I actually really like this, and I didn't know who this was when I heard it because of the kanji. And, oh, my God, his voice is amazing. So what's really interesting is this was directed and choreographed, and um, everything was written by... Yunezu Kenji. Really? This is one of his uh, writing ventures. Because, like, like I said, you know, when when Yunezu Kenji, when he does his own stuff, it's kind of out, out there. But when he writes for other people, it's really, really good. Yeah. Because mm-hmm, this is really good. This was, like, amazing. And this might be one of my favorites of the week. Oh, yeah. It's really good. This is a really good song. And his voice is, is really good. If you like this he done the last ending to My Hero Academia called Long Coat Philia. It, you should check that out if you like this song. Machigai Sagashi sold a lovely 16,891 points once again. And continuing on to another group that's been on the charts for a while that this is your first time meeting. It is Pretender by Official Hagedism. So, Luna, what did you think about this song? Because me and Gray's been loving this song ever since the inception of it on yes. the, the charts. So this was actually my favorite of the week. I freaking loved it. And the funny thing is, is whenever I did watch YouTube and I would watch my Chanmina usual videos or my Kira videos or whatever, this song would always pop up under my recommended. And each time, you know, one would play, I'd cancel out of it. Now I'm going back. I'll watch something else. And I kept ignoring it. And I finally watched it. And I'm like, why didn't I watch this sooner when... YouTube kept recommending it to me. And YouTube knows what I like because that's how I found a lot of the artists I love. Yeah, th- those YouTube recommendations, YouTube recommendations can be spot on sometimes. 
Like, yes. Yeah. So I should have just looked at that sooner, but I loved it. This was actually my favorite of the week. It was freaking amazing. I cannot describe like the lyrics of the song are just, wow, just blew me away. And I can't say enough about how amazing this was. Yeah. And, you know, me and Renford are going to go see them. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah, you can just feel my jealousy through the computer screen now. You're so lucky. Yeah. That's why I'm quiet. I'm like, mm. can we trade places? You know, it's funny. Your your favorite band in the whole wide world is also playing on the day we're going. The Yabai T-shirts Yasa. Ah! <laughs> Sorry. I just, I have not found a song by them I liked. And that, you know, I do try because I know so many people who really like them, but I have not been able to find one that I I like, unfortunately. Not every group is for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it sold a lovely 17,191 points. And yeah, it is true, Luna. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah it, yeah, it ain't. Like, this next group ain't for everyone I know for that, for damn sure. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> next up is number five, and it's Inochi no Yodokobi by Denpagumi Inc. And yeah, the first thing... You told me when you were first watched this that this is out there, and I told you this is Gumi Inc. Of course it's out there. <laughs> it's out there. It is. So I'm so iffy on them because they're such an odd group. They're very out there, and there's some stuff I'll like there, some stuff they're not. The song actually was okay, but I... So the video, I did... I will say I like this because... I do like some of the Gyaru style. I could never pull off Gyaru style. By any means, I could never pull it off. But there's some of the Gyaru style that I like. So uh, this video had all the Gyarus in it. And I'm like, well, this is Gyaru Extreme right here. I did not expect this. What was with, like, the caveman motif thing that they were doing with that? Uh, I I, I don't know. It didn't make any sense. I mean, the kids dancing were kind of cute, I guess. But yeah, it's it's just really weird and, and out there and bizarre. Like, like the girl with the meatball on her head was cute, I guess. Because <laughs> she had a meatball. But on her at head. least you remember it. So, what what was more out there, this or uh, Bish's song that you did not like a couple of months back? This is more out there, but I could tolerate it more i guess it was weird i i will say i i also it helped that i actually like the music behind it i just didn't like the the music video the visuals for it was was what i i didn't like but the the song itself was okay like i like the song the song was perfectly fine but it was just the music video i did not like like the music video was just that's a lot that is a lot visually to take in at once <laughs> but yeah Inochi Yorokobi so they lovely 22,319 points and continuing on up it is Starlight Kiseki slash Arc by Amatsuki and anime baby <laughs> yeah yeah the, 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 star, the Starlight Kiseki music video I, I like the music video I mean the song both songs are okay I wasn't crazy about them, but the I did enjoy the music video for the first one. I I thought that was a really well done. 
I like the animation. I like the art style in the anime. This is a little different. It's not generic anime art style. It's a little different. But it's still nice and it's really cute. And I really like that art style. This, like I said, this song was okay. I think I actually like the second song arc a little bit more than the first song. It's if you're talking about like music goes on the music side of things. I actually agree with you on that. I liked Ark better than the first song, Staraito uh, Kisaki. Um, I thought Ark was a lot more memorable than the first one, but the animation was really neat on Staraito Kisaki. Yeah, Ark was really good. I really, really did like it. The animation was superb for Starlight Kiseki, so that's that's one thing. Yeah. To kind of go out it. I just wish. And it's. I just wish the, the 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 music behind it was was a lot stronger. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it's mostly from Seven Seeds, which is the anime that they're taking it from. So. Oh uh, no, that that's actually on my to watch list. Yeah, like, I, no, I, I don't watch anime. So. Yeah. Even though you watch more anime than I do. Hey man, I only watch Bushi Road anime. <laughs> Bushiro. At least you're consistent. Bushiro, who only does like four anime. True. It doesn't. It doesn't help, but. Yeah. Well, Starlight Hiseki and Ark sold a lovely twenty-two thousand four hundred and five points. And going on up, it is. Oh boy. <laughs> Tie Shop by Girls Two or Girls Squared. It's, uh, it's girl squared. If you go to their YouTube page, yeah. Well, it, it also no. says "gozu squared uzu" in Japanese. Oh, yeah. See, there you go. Girl squared. So I'm gonna bow out as they're just little girls, and I'm just gonna shoot myself <laughs> once again because this is this is the same group that is part of Magical Two. I guess it's like, you know, like how they have the e girls. This is their version of e girls, except they're little girls. Yeah. I can't. Well, I mean, they're not... I mean, they're, they're what, 12, 13? Yeah, it's, that was really young. They're almost three times their age. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was a little... Well, for me, I just kept thinking, you know, oh, they're dancing really cute and good. I can't really see how young they are. But I know they're young, so I'm not, you know, going to comment. I mean, the song was okay, but I just felt like I'm kind of going to forget about them. Well, I actually like the song, but... <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to the... That's the glaring object there! <laughs> I, I can just imagine it now that you, you're you going to be like, oh, I'm finally going to go to Japan. The first thing I'm going to go do is go to these Uda concerts, which is the underground concerts, <laughs> and I'm going to go see Mirage Girls and Girls too. <laughs> You're gonna be one of those people. I saw. I doubt it. I saw literally. I'd be, I'd be so uncomfortable concert, there. So. Hey man. Just, just saying. Hey man, don't be judging. <laughs> I ain't judging. Y'all can. Hey, I mean, I, don't I saw judge. Jasmine little. Glee I don't judge. <laughs> I said I'd be uncomfortable. I didn't say I'd judge everybody else. <laughs> you would be uncomfortable. <laughs> you would. You would go, but I'd just be freaked out about the idea. <laughs> it's okay because, like I said. I ain't judging. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's how. It, well, I mean, I mean, number two is not much better. That's how it was for Lil Glee Monster, like you were saying, right, Luna? Yes, I went to an underground. It was kind of underground. It was Lil Glee Monster. And this was before they were huge. They were young. I mean, they were probably fourteen, fifteen. 
when I went to see them, and I didn't see it to go to the concert for them. I went for Jasmine. And there are also a couple other groups who are pretty, a couple other girls who are young. There was a, I think it was Minami from the Dancing Dolls. She was really young. She had a great voice. Um, and Yasuda Ray. But it was just the line for a little glee monster and all the older men trying to see them was very awkward. They had no shame. I could Why not get in that line, no. I, I met Yasuda Ray and said, instead, she's really sweet. But just seeing those underground concerts, it's like a whole different type of, you know. Yeah, they were all 15. Thing. <laughs> yeah. They were all 15. <laughs> but, I mean, they bad. were very I mean, that's talented. What, that's, that's how old, like, Little Glee Monster was when they got started, started. Yeah, I mean, they, they stuck to, with me because of their voices. I'm like, they have amazing voices, but they're so young, so I don't know how I feel about this right now. <laughs> you know, me being older, even though I'm a girl, still, it was a little awkward especially seeing some of the people that were in there so yeah so no judging but yeah let's just wait five years down the line before we can yep properly come back to them they are popular though i can't they are on apple music i i I got this song as i was gonna say They are popular to a T. <laughs> oh, God. If if I buy one of their things and I give it to you, Gray, I'm gonna I'm gonna feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I I would feel uncomfortable receiving the gift. Regardless, Time Shop sold wonderfully, twenty three thousand one hundred and forty nine points. And going on up, it is Love Live Sunshine Aquas Club set jump up high. Yeah, that's that's like that's the title. It's probably Aqua's best song I've ever heard from them. I agree. It was amazing. I loved it. I, I will say, I thought this was a, like the way this is titled. I thought this was a whole album because it's it's Love Life Sunshine Aqua's Club CD Set 2019. Like to me, that just feels like an album. Oh, because it was only part of the Aquas Club members. So if you are a part of their fan club, that that includes that. That's why it's called a CD set. Uh, okay. Because it's only. That also explains why it's CD only too. Yep. But it's really good, regardless. I really wish that they put this on another album. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It'll probably get another release at some point. Yellow Buster. Oh, baby. Okay. It's so they lovely. 25,000. Oh, continue on. Sorry. I say, I agree. I loved it. It's good. It's good, good, good. But yeah. It's so they lovely. 25,327 copies. And going on up, it is Buenos Aires by iZone. So. It's song. It's number one. Okay, so I got to say a few things. So the whole time I'm watching this, I'm thinking, Girls' Generation wannabes. I'm sorry, I had to say it because I still have my thing for Girls' Generation. But to me, this really screamed Girls' Generation, but not quite there. Maybe, like, you know, Girls' Generation would be mentoring them or something along those lines. But that was was what it seemed to me. I also feel like the song was okay. There were some, like, I like the chorus... But yeah, of course it's decent. 
I guess. That was about Un- it. Like, it wasn't, this isn't something I'd probably ever listen to again, to be honest. It, I, yeah. I well, just well, was very. Saying, saying Buenos Aires in a, in a Korean accent is, is kind of interesting. It, it, and, yeah. Like, it wasn't. So I, I can see. Eisel is one of those. No, go ahead. I was say, I could see why they're very popular because, you know, Girls' Generation is gone. They're, I mean, they still exist, but they're not the same as they were back then. And I feel like iZone is here to kind of take their place in a way. And I feel like they're, they're not quite there. I feel like this makes it show that, hey, we're getting there. We're not there yet. But seems Japan really loved it. Well, I always thought Twice was this generation's uh, girls' gym. I don't know. I go that, that back was always and how I felt. I go back and forth because I guess Twice could be, but iZone kind of is like that too. They both kind of are, and I feel like they're just trying to find Maybe. someone, you know. But one's far superior, and that's Twice. I do agree with that. I like Twice better than I yeah, do Yeah, Twice is way better. Like Twice is catchier from- songs. Exactly. That exactly. Like it's a pop group. You should write catchy music. This this song is not catchy at all. I didn't think it was. I didn't I mean, think it's it was either. Decent at best. And I'm like and I really want to like Izone is one, however you say their name. I I, I want to like this. I, I like the idea. I like the idea of the experiment of combining the Korean pop group and the Japanese pop group. I really think they could come together and make something interesting. And I think this is like their third single, and I have yet to find a song I really like by them. I mean, it sounds more Korean than Japanese, and it's not doesn't sound like a Japanese-Korean fusion pop sound. Like, you would think it would be in your head. It's, it's just like, oh, just it's so frustrating. It, it's, it's decent. I, I'm not in love with this song, but... I want if, them to do if better. If it came on the radio, I don't know if I'd change it. Maybe because I'd be bored, but I don't know. Uh, no, I agree. I agree. If they, I, I want them to do better. Like you said, you know, they're like a... It would be neat to see a, ja- a good Japanese-Korean fusion, and they have that exactly. chance to do that. So I would like them to do better because I would but like it, to like just, them, but I haven't... Like you, I haven't found that one song that stuck out to me. Yeah, it just sounds more like Korean pop. I'm not, and I'm not trying to bash K-pop. By any means, I, I love K-pop. I'm very yeah. picky on what ones I like because everyone has their own taste. Um, to me, this still hasn't caught my eye because there's some K-pop songs that you know K-pop groups have switched over to J-pop that I've loved recently. But I feel like Izone just—I ha- haven't found that one song that clicked with me yet to make me go, "Okay, they got something I really like." So, Ken, you've been really quiet on this one. I'm kind of curious. Oh, this is a song that I will run out of the convenience store if I ever heard it. <laughs> this, this is straight garbage. I do not. I don't know who who, who wrote this song. Who, if it's Akimoto, what in the world, Akimoto? <laughs> what in the world? Because oh. the song... It doesn't know what it wants to be. Yep. It sounds straight Korean, but it's sung in Japanese, but it has the nuances of Korean. And I get it. I get it what this group stands for. I I understand that. 
but it's manufactured super hard. And that's what I hate about it. I understand. I understand the 48 system. I understand the 46 system because I've been fans of that for so long. So I understand how that system works. But because they are a Korean-style artist who's venturing, it's a co-collaboration between Japan and Korea, which is one of the things I never thought I'd say, but it is a co-collaboration, but the Korean part is winning over, and it's not boding well for the Japanese versions of these songs. Yeah. It isn't. It, it straight up isn't. And thank God that Akimoto isn't doing repackaging, because I would shoot myself if I ever saw a repackaged version of this. <laughs> so yeah it's it's it's, it's uh, bad it's bad and the only reason why it's sold so well is because they're doing the korean version of we're gonna make one single version of every single freaking member i be- i believe that to a t yes that yeah, yeah they all the addition to this was insane there there was like 16 editions of this yeah. of the sucker it was insane. I was, I was like, wow. I, I mean, if you're a huge fan of them, you know someone bought every single version, and just think that's just sixteen copies. Yeah. Or if you like five of the girls, you're gonna buy all five copies. You know. Uh, I like I said, I understand. I completely understand that what they're trying to do here, but it's not clicking, and they need to get their act together with this because if not is once their contracts end they're not going to revise i know that yeah it's different from the 48 I... because i figured that they're taking the korean approach from this and doing contracts compared to graduations I, I i will say you know you look at like how they do historically and i i don't know about you guys i, I know they've hit number one i think every time but do you really think that they're selling as well as they were hoping that they would? Because, hey, I mean, it's usually just around 200000 They're selling over 100000 and that's what the label would look. Now, if they reach number one, and it bombed at 90000 granted it's still 90000 but it's not going to reach that threshold of a of 100000 Case in point, I'm pretty sure they were really... Johnny was... Let's, let's take... Let's take Johnny's for example. King and Prince sold freaking amazing with four hundred thousand. Of course, that's gonna do well. But when they did the relaunch of that, I'm pretty sure they were hoping for at least five hundred thousand for a group that is just coming out of graduation. Granted, they broke a bunch of records for that for Johnny's. It's yeah. it's interesting nonetheless. But they're hitting two hundred thousand, and I think that's decent enough. You're not going to reach a million. You're not going to reach AKB numbers. AKB didn't start off that much. AKB barely made the top 10 when they first did their first couple singles. I think Kata, I believe, only made number 10. Or it did fairly well, but it it didn't sold what it needed to sell. The, the yeah. way the idol industry is now, 100,000. Easy. That's good numbers right there. Second single, 200,000. You're doing better. You're, you're doing okay. But yeah, I need to calm the frick down, but <laughs> let's peer over Aladdin is number 10. It's not hoping as I thought it would be. The E3, the Be Shonen stuff is doing fairly well. Doberman Infinity's 5, their best of album, ranked number 7, so you should be happy about that. The both of you, actually. I'm sad I, I didn't get to buy that before the first press sold out. I just, 
I forgot it was coming out, and I'm so upset. Yeah, I'm broke. Second so. action is uh, second action is still holding strong. So is King and Prince. So I'm very very happy for that. Another My album hair I is get. bad. That is an interesting bad name, but I'll uh, look that <laughs> up later. The Alfies, the Alfie Bowship Alfie, they're they're a very unique band, and we talked about them before. Their album did fairly well, and I'm good for that. Taking number one. At a very, very impressive 1.3 million cavities is 5x20. All the best by Arashi. So, I'm staking this claim right now. I know this is going to be a long-ass episode when we do it. But we are doing an Arashi music art artist spotlight at the end of the year. Yes! Well, you guys know it already, but... Yeah, I know. But it's been a while since we talked about it, so... <laughs> So, impressive enough, this is only physical CD sold. Yeah. 1.3 million, baby. That's the storm so right there. That's the storm. It is the storm. But, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I'm glad Arashi's doing great. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it will, it's going to stay on there for quite a while. I know Johnny's is going to do well. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's stuck down number one for next week. But um, Here's the yeah, question. Do you think it will outsell finally? No. I I have a straight up appeal that I can say no. <laughs> as, as much as I love Arashi, Johnny's fans is going to be Johnny's fans. And people that don't like Johnny could care less. Namie has foothold in all the industry. But I'd be I'd be nicely surprised if I'm wrong. I but... mean, I mean they're I mean she sold a little over 2 million. They're at 1.3. So, yeah. I mean, they're pushing it already. They're pushing it already, but to, we'll have to judge it down within a month. Yeah. If we if we keep on continually seeing it on there for a month, then I can stick that claim. But they won't be able to reach final numbers. Johnny's Johnny's don't have the balls <laughs> to put it on streaming and digital. They don't. Uh, no, I, yeah. I have. I am safely. I can safely say that. They don't have the balls to put that on streaming. Granted, it took a damn well long time for finally to go on streaming. It took them close to two years or one and a half years to put it on streaming, but they finally did. Wow, I'm surprised. That's Avex. Yeah. yeah. No, they they put it out, like, I want to say three weeks ago. Yeah, it was relatively wow. recent. Because, like, like, I know, if, I know, like, originally when we did our artist spotlight on her, I was wanting to do finally and I, I I you couldn't they had all of her music minus that or like that album and, and it would have been really nice to have that album because it has more of her music than what is traditionally on there so it, it was yeah I'm gl I'm glad that they finally added finally because it was it's such a great compilation of you know, like it encompasses her career very well. I mean, it doesn't have every one of my favorite songs on there, but it has such a good amount of songs, you know, and it can give everyone something to find. You know, it gives everyone something from her career that they have loved. The album artwork for so. the Apple Music version is different. I'm curious what it looks like. Just because I don't, I don't have Apple Music. I just... yeah. So. But yeah, no, I can safely say that this won't sell finally, but it will take number one for sales overall for this year. I can safely say that. 
Oh yeah, no doubt. This is gonna yeah. be number one. Oh yeah. This year. This yeah. Is, yeah, no, AKB hasn't sold anything, so there's no stake in that claim. This is true. So, They've been quiet this they, year. Mm-hmm. Well, not having the Simbatsu kind of hurt them, so and all the scandals that's been going along. Oh, um, yeah. Yep. That, 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 that it's not been a good year for Akimoto. I mean, it's been a good year for I think the forty-six brands, like Nogizaka forty-six and Kaikizaka forty-six are doing pretty well. Hinatazaka forty-six has been pretty popular. So, like SKE is finally doing a new single. So, oh, cool. But yeah, I want to thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Ongaku to You. Yeah, you can find us at the lovely social media sites at Ongakudu on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the site at ongakudu.com. You can find our two affiliates, Koryu Hunter. He is a Japanese Twitch streamer. He is counting down the days till he can go home. Yeah, he's probably what getting close to. He's, he's only got a couple a 20, weeks left, right? Twenty-five days. He leaves the day I go. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, so your U-Haul is coming home. <laughs> he will no longer be our living mailbox in Japan. But yeah, you can find them at twitch.tv slash koryuhunter, K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also find our other affiliate, TimberTaff. He is a Twitch streamer in his own right and does a lot of other covers. He did another English cover of another popular anime song fairly recently. But I'm, I'm blanking on the name. But yeah, you can find them at twitch.tv slash timbertafts t-i-m-b-e-r-t-a-f-t you can find me on twitter at otyken1 you can find redford at redford d and where can we find you luna you can find me at nerdy collector luna on instagram and luna maria 87 on twitter and where can we find you gray you can find me at ongaku gray on twitter.com but yeah I want to thank you guys very much for listening to this week's episode of Ongaku to You. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. I hope everyone has a great week. It was wonderful being back on here again. And we will see you next week. This is Luna signing off. And this is great. Hope everyone enjoyed the episode. Be seeing you next time.